Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and I it's just an honor and a pleasure to be with you again here on Thursday evening. So I hope that you have been having an awesome week. You know, you have been such an encouragement to me. So many of you who have been following, you know, the journey with, with me and, you know, what's been going on with my mom and everything. And she is in Arizona and it was definitely the right, you know, the right uh, move. And so um, uh, hopefully I'll be going out there again soon, um, you know, to see her. And uh, but anyway, again, I just want to thank those of you and some of you have sent me private messages and even telling me what an encouragement, you know, my message was to you. And I thought, my gosh, anyway, I read all the comments. I love you with all my heart. And I just want you to know that. But tonight, I, you know, I felt like so many people, right, are going through um, times of sometimes you just feel like you're totally alone. And I felt like the Lord, this, this is really the message that's on my heart tonight is you're not alone. You're never alone. And today, as I was driving in my car, I was listening to the Word of Promise audio Bible and um, in the book of Matthew and Jesus you know, you know, you're listening and then certain phrases just boom, just jump out at you. Does that ever happen to you? Right? Of course it does because the word of God is a living, breathing, active word, right? Hebrews 4.12 says that the word of God is active. It's alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, right? So anyway, and so I came upon the verse where Jesus said, come to me. All of you who are laden, right, who are weary and, and laden, and I, how did he say it? Come to me, all of you, all of you who are weary, and I will give you rest, right? He said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. And I'm telling you that just certain scriptures. And see, here's the thing. You're never, ever alone. And sometimes when you feel like, or you're going through something, or you have a big, you know, an important life-changing decision to make, right? It could be anything. It could be something regarding family. It could be, you know, a kid, you know, one of your children that going off to college, or, you know, a lot of people have just graduated and, and are graduating right now. Just any important life decision, the person that you're going to marry, the person that, you know, whatever. You guys know what I mean. This is life, right? We have times that sometimes if you're going through a hard time or you feel discouraged, you can feel like you're absolutely alone. And I'm telling you over the last few weeks, I know that I'm not alone, but there have been times that I just have to take a step back. And I will tell you just this past um, Monday, I think it was Monday, Monday or Tuesday was one of those days and I literally texted my husband, Mike, and I said, I just don't feel like doing anything today. And he said, don't. And so what I'm saying to you is, you know, and some of you might be saying, oh yeah, that's great. You know, if you don't have a nine to five and listen, I know what that's like. All I'm saying is sometimes you just need to, you need to take a step, you know, back or, or away from everything. Even if you have things to do, you're in the middle of tasks that need to get done do your task, but the minute you can sit down or, you know, just kind of draw away and just have some alone time, whether it's going to bed early, maybe that might be the way, or getting up early, but sometimes you just need to take a step back 
and just breathe. <laughs> but the point is, is that you're never, ever alone. You're never alone. You know something? Every time you just say, Jesus, he's right there. He's right there. He's right there. And he wants you to talk to him. God is a good, good father, right? And so what did Jesus say? He said, right, he'll be with us always. If Jesus is your Lord and the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, oh my gosh, I have to read something to you that a friend of mine, um, her name is Sherry, and she asked me to read this because, or she asked me to share this because she sent me a message after last week's broadcast and she, oh my gosh, her message was like water to my soul. It was beautiful. And I responded back to her and, um, and so she asked me if I would share what I responded back to her with everybody because she started sharing it with some of her friends. And so this is, this is what I said. I said, you know, and she shared with me, you know, something she was dealing with. And so I said in, in the message, this was just part of it, but I said to her, we must come to a place where absolutely nothing disturbs our peace. This only happens as we literally keep our minds stayed on the Lord, right? On the Lord in us is what I said. As we keep our minds stayed on the Lord in us 24-7, we have to literally stay conscious of Christ in us, just like if we're pregnant with a baby inside of us. Now, I know, you know, if men are listening to this, you know, I'm just saying women, you know what I'm talking about. But men, you might have an idea for a business that you want to start that's been percolating for a long time, right? So all I'm saying is it's it, you can maybe put that analogy there, you know, something that's been percolating. But I said we have to literally stay conscious of Christ in us like if we're pregnant with a baby inside of us. We're conscious of that baby in us at all times. You know you're not alone. Christ in you. And actually, as I was writing and responding to the message that came to me, and that's why I wrote it. And then I said, when we're always conscious of this, right, Christ in us, Christ in you, I said, we won't let anyone else's words affect us negatively, ever. We have to stay conscious, though, of that Christ in us, right? And I said, I am working on this daily and just being love to everyone. It's amazing what this can do and the peace it brings. Because I'm telling you, okay, so this is, I don't want to get off track. I said, it takes a conscious effort, just like working out to build muscles. And I said, maybe this will be my message next week. And here it is. And then I said, I'm sensing it. Praise the Lord. This is so important. And I know that it's easier said than done. But as you work on it consciously, consciously, throughout your day, whatever you're doing, knowing you're not alone, Christ in you. Now, here's the thing. If you haven't ever made Jesus the Lord of your life, it's, it's so simple to just, you know what? He said, anyone, Jesus said, anyone who calls on me, I will in no way cast out. Anyone who calls on me. Because if you call on him, you're calling on him with a pure heart, right? You want him. You want his peace. You want his, his life. You know, you want what he, what he paid the price to give you, right, with his life. Basically, he took your life and gave you his life. And if, so it was like the great exchange. It was the great exchange. He took all the sin, all the disease, all the everything, 
you know, all the chastisement of his peace, of our peace was on him so we could have peace. Any, anyway, everything that you're dealing with or, or that you're struggling with, he already took it at the cross. And he said, I've taken it for you and I've given you my peace, my life, my authority. So that we, you, if Jesus is your Lord and you have Christ in you, you have everything you need to overcome the devil and anything and everything in your life. Now, I know that, you know, practically speaking, we live in this natural world and we have to contend with things all the time and we have decisions that we have to make. And sometimes, you know, say for example, I don't know, just when there's decisions to make and or sometimes you do feel overwhelmed or discouraged or whatever, I'm telling you, I think it's a good idea to, and I'm, I'm going to be doing this myself, is taking certain um, subjects, like if it's fear, what are the scriptures that pertain to that to overcome it? You already have it for healing and how to stand on healing. And if you haven't picked that up yet, please go to my website at lisaboldo.com and put in your name and your email address in the box and you will have those seven scriptures that the Lord gave me for your healing and to stand and I'm telling you, when you don't consider anything else, you will see your healing. Okay, I just went on, off, got off the uh, off track. But the thing about you're never alone. So sometimes when you have, you know, when you're feeling this overwhelm or whatever, sometimes you just need to take a day. Or maybe it's a weekend and you go by yourself where it's just you and the Lord. Listen, it's important to have, you know, great friends and like-minded people and things to bounce people off of, right? It's good to have wise counsel, but there are times I'm talking about where you, for your own good, your own peace, your own recharging, Jesus went up to the mountain all the time, right? He went alone. He was alone. He went to the mountain to pray. He would be alone with the Father all night, get recharged, get the instructions, and then come back and do the work. And you and I are no different. We have to do the same thing. And what I started to say before is if you haven't made Jesus your Lord, all you have to do is say, Lord, just say, Jesus, come into my heart. I want you to be my Lord and save me. Faith, save me. Savior, teach me your ways. Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. Lord, thank you. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Teach me your ways and help me to just be on fire for you and you can ask him baptize me in your Holy Spirit you may not even understand what that means yet but I have another video that explains that you could even go on YouTube and just type in Lisa Boldo dash um, baptisms you know baptism of the Holy Spirit and a video will come up that explains the different you know the baptisms the water baptism and the Holy Spirit but anyway so you can ask the Lord, and when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, now you can go and be an effective witness with signs and wonders following. When you ask Jesus to come into your heart, the Holy Spirit comes in and recreates your spirit in a moment, but you're still not going to know the Word of God unless you read it or hear it, right? It's so important because that's how transformation comes, because you could have Jesus come in and be your Lord, but if you don't renew like get your mind in line with God's word and you don't know what it says then your heart and your mind are always going to be in conflict because your mind is going to be like what I see what I feel what I taste what I touch we you know 
carnal, right? But your spirit is going to be like, no, 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 don't do that. Go this way. Never to take anything away from you, always for your good. And I just want to, I want to read something else that this was so cool that um, a man named Timothy responded to a comment that to one of my posts earlier this week and I loved his comments so much and Timothy if you're watching tonight and I'm gonna read this because I mean it's public he, he commented I thought it was fabulous and so this is what he said Satan this is what he said Satan and his minions feed off of anger and fear truth truth resist evil by showing love and those dark forces leave Truth, I love this. The Bible says so, right? Resist the devil and he will flee from you. And I thought, oh my gosh, people that are stuck in fear and, you know, um, um, anger and, and just like, not just discouragement, but like anger and bitterness and resentment and, ah, that is so anti-Christ, right? I have to read this. It, I love it. The Bible says resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So don't, don't stay in those places. And I'm not yelling at you. You know I'm very passionate. But this is what he said. Resist the devil and he will flee. It's a promise, right? I have one other reason to not fear the devil. Fear implies a form of submission and reverence given to the object of fear. Mm. This was absolutely fantastic. And I'm telling you, I read this and I was like, whoa, this is good. I have, okay, I have one other reason not, okay, to not fear the devil. Fear implies a form of submission, right? And a reverence really given to the devil. Oh my gosh. Now the Lord God says to have no other gods before him, truth, and fear only him, right? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Not fear in the way like, oh my God, he's going to punish me. Uh, no, but like fearing the Lord, like you reverence him, you are in awe, you respect him. And, you know, not for nothing, but Jesus said, don't fear those who can kill the body, but after that they can't do anything else. But he said, fear the one who can kill, you know, who can destroy the body and, you know, put you in hell or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's not even that God sends us to hell. We do it to ourselves. I mean, people, I'm not saying we, but you know what I mean. People do it to themselves. God is not doing it to them. He's a good God. And he gave us the instruction manual. You can read it. You can listen to it. I really love the NLT, the New Living Translation, because it's easy to read, easy to understand. Okay. Now, the Lord God says to have no other gods before him. To fear the devil is breaking the first commandment. Boom. Drop the mic. That was fabulous. God would not have said this and promised this to us if there was really anything right to fear. Uh, fabulous. That was powerful. And so, okay, I had to read you those two things because they just really stood out to me this week. Being conscious of Christ in us 24-7, 24-7. And again, sometimes if you've got a lot of things going on, you need to just take a day, even if it's a few hours, you just need to get alone with the Lord. Maybe it's over the course of a few days right? If you've got some serious decision to make and you really, you're seeking the Lord, you're seeking his wisdom. And I would say, seek the Lord and his wisdom first before you go to man, 
let man confirm what God has spoken to you, right? And pay attention to peace because Colossians 3.15 says, let peace be your umpire in every situation. What does, what does an umpire do? He calls the balls, he calls the strikes. He decides what stays, what goes. Guard your thoughts, guard your heart, you know, and peace needs to be the deciding factor because a lot of people say, well, but how do I know if I'm making the right decision? How do I know? How do I know for sure? Pay attention to peace. Pay attention to peace. You know, if something is from the enemy, it's going to feel like it's pressure and like you have to do it right now or you're going to miss out. God doesn't work like that. Yeah, there are times that God says, okay, you need to move and you need to move, but you'll have a peace about it, okay? When it's from the enemy, it's a pressure and it's like a nervous and it's a full of fear. That's not from God. And I really, I believe this is helping some people tonight because a lot of times people are like, well, how do I know? Well, how do I, peace, peace has to be the ruling factor in your heart, okay? And, and that really goes for anything. I will just say that, even something as simple as um, like this week, I was going to send something to my sister in Arizona for my mom, but I literally felt the Holy Spirit say, wait, don't do it yet. And I was like, what? And I was like, okay, I don't really understand that. It kind of didn't make sense to me in the natural, but now it makes sense because if I go out there in a couple of days, I can just bring it with me. Like, you know, even when it comes to like situations with finances, God doesn't want us to waste money. He wants us to be good steward with what we have, right? But even, even the smallest details of your life, God, God wants to be involved in it. Even just something like that. You know, I still remember leaving change in my car one time and I felt the Lord say, go back and get that change. And I was like, why? But I was like, okay, Lord. And I did it. And don't you know, when I went to pay for something, it was dollars and just exactly that amount of change. Had I not had it, I would have been like, oh, brother, I knew I should have. Pay attention to the I shoulds and the I should haves. And even as you go about your day, keep your mind stayed fixed on the Lord so he can give you his peace, his wisdom. You know, again, something like I had planned on sending this thing to Arizona. But I had like this check in my spirit, like, no. And I was like, no, like, and I was like, okay, I'll wait until tomorrow and see if I, I don't know, but it was like, nope, nope, nope. And even right now I'm still feeling nope. And I'm like, okay. The bottom line is if you believe that you are hearing from the Lord or sensing something, right? It wasn't like an audible voice. It was a, it was like a, thought, a clear, you know, thought and impression. And if you are, um, if you're, if you're sensing that or you're going to do something, but there's like a, mm, don't override that. Do not override it. How many times have you overridden it and been like, crud, I knew I shouldn't have, right? I, I just, I knew it. I am really trying to pay attention to even the smallest things because I'm telling you, when you do that, you are training your spirit to listen to, to God. You are training your spirit, my friend, and you want to be, um, I'm telling you, if you could train your spirit enough, I'm, I'm practicing, 
I haven't arrived yet, but I'm practicing and I'm like, Lord, don't let me miss anything. And sometimes I say, Lord, don't let me miss a thing and shout to me if you have to, because I can't tell you how many times, even with making a purchase, I felt like, "Mm -mm, don't do it. And I did it anyway and was like, you know, train yourself to pay attention to the I shoulds and the I shouldn'ts. Even the smallest details, God wants to be involved. I mean, it could be you're in your car and he's like, go this way. Or you just feel like go this way, but you're like, no, but that way. But you're feeling in here, like inside. No, go this way. You know what? Go that way. Don't override. I'm telling you, you know what? I want to put a challenge out to you to, to just even over this coming weekend, the rest of this week and this weekend, try to practice doing that. And this coming week, you know, until we get back together again. But I want you guys, I want to put this challenge out to you to start doing that. Pay attention to when you have like a check right? Somebody said, yes, you know that you know. Trust your knower. That's right, Bonnie. That's right. We have to keep running the race in obedience. And that's the thing. Yes, exactly, Cynthia. And you know what? That's the thing. When you are obedient, when you believe that you're hearing from the Lord and you just step out and do what you believe he's telling telling you to do, I'm telling you, it's obedience and God honors that. And even if you make a mistake, but you believe that you were Don't worry. He'll catch you. He'll put you right back on track because your heart was pure towards him. He's not going to let you fall or fail. Oh my gosh, I was getting like choked up, like emotional because that's how good he is. You know, I'm telling you, talking about the Lord is just my favorite subject. (laughs) It's just, I get fired up. I get happy. I get like just on fire and passionate. Speak words of life to yourself and all scriptures of his promises. Exactly. That's right. Cynthia, and, and you know, those of you watching, it's so important. Maybe make a list of some topics, you know, fear, anger, you know, all that kind of stuff. Love. What do the scriptures say about it? And I'm telling you, when you're going through something, pull out those scriptures. Just like with, with healing, when you need healing, pull out those scriptures. Stand. Stand on the word of God and let peace rule. Let peace be your umpire. You are never alone and you have nothing to be afraid of. Nothing. No thing spells nothing. Nothing to be afraid of. Such a strain because they can't see the pain, but I've lived with it since the age of four. Okay, that's apparently a long message and it doesn't let me see the whole thing. But you are never alone. And like I said, if you haven't, Here's the thing, if Jesus isn't your Lord yet, you've never asked him to come into your heart, guess what? Even when you say, Jesus, like, or God, help me, Jesus, God, you know what? He's right there. He might not be in you yet, but he's right there. He's with you. He's waiting with open arms for you to just say, Jesus. I need you. God, help me. And that's what, that's what I did when I surrendered. I didn't even say Jesus. I just said, I said, God, I said, I surrender. I said, please help me. I don't want to die. I said, please, if you help me, I'll do anything. I, I mean, really, that's how I came to surrender to Christ. And, and really, I just said, God, I didn't even know to call him father. I didn't know about Jesus, but he's a good father and he wants to rescue lost sons and daughters 
right? He wants to restore you back to the Father. So when you cry out, God, help me, and you mean it, I am telling you, he will set you up with the right person so you can get on track immediately. And the whole key is just to come to him with a pure, sincere heart, right? He says he is near the brokenhearted, the contrite spirit, right? The spirit who is just the brokenhearted. He wants to bind up your wounds. Him, him, he's the one that can do it, right? Yes, he'll use people, but he will do it. I am telling you, I'll st I still remember, I, I surrendered, I was crying, and then I pulled myself together. I still remember, this was like 20 years ago. Wow, 1999. And I remember I went back to my desk. It was 1999, but like 2000, January of 2000, but it is when I like really started walking with God. But I think it was my, it was 1999 or right or, or December of 99, whatever. It was right there 20 years ago, just about. And, and I remember surrendering and it's, I composed myself. I went back to my desk and immediately my coworker said to me, why don't she just turned around out of the blue and said, why don't you call your church for help? Cause I had one foot in church and I was dancing with the devil. Yeah. I was not living for God at all. And I really, even though I was, I had said the sinner's prayer, I, I had never truly given my heart to the Lord. And so that's when, you know, I, I had to do it over again. And, and really I was for real this time and I never looked back. That's how you know when you really, uh, you know, want to change your life. And I had hit rock bottom. That's what it took for me. And um, in my emotions and, oh, it was a mess. But Praise the Lord. I never looked back. And then I, he, he did. He, he came in and changed my life. And as soon as I got back to my desk, it was within five minutes of saying that prayer. And I meant it. I said, please, if you help me, I'll do anything. I don't want to die. Like I said, I'm t and this is what I said. I said, I'm tired of doing things my way. I need help. I need you. I need you to help me. That's what I said. I didn't know to say Father or Jesus. I just said, God, please, you know. And so next thing you know, I called my church, like this girl said. I told them, you know, what was going on. I got a phone call within five minutes, met with this woman, and my whole life I was delivered in the first um, first session with her, if you will. And, you know, so this is why I do what I do because I know there's a lot of hurting people out there. But what I want to say to you right now is if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life and you'd like to, so simple. Just right now, say with me and mean it with your whole heart because God knows if you mean it, right? Just say, Lord Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. Come into my heart and save me. Teach me your ways. Help me to live for you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Amen. And if you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, find out what it means first. It's, you know, the, but the Holy Spirit will come in and recreate your spirit in an instant, in an instant, and then get in the word of God. And I'll tell you, as you get into this word, get, and I suggest the NLT Bible just because it's easy to read and understand. My husband still reads from that Bible. I always have it handy, yet I have other ones as well, you know, because I like to you know, compare translations and things like that. But just for everyday reading, uh, you know, when I listen to the Word of Promise audio Bible as I'm driving. But um, 
that simple. So I really hope that this message was a blessing to you tonight. Remember, you're never alone. Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord, he will in no way cast out. There's nothing to be afraid of. Do not fear the devil even for one moment. And, um, and there was one more thing. Um, you're never alone. Anyway, um, I think this message, oh, and let peace rule in your heart. Let peace be your umpire in every situation. So thanks for watching. I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. Let me know what you took away from tonight and what else you want to know about. And I will go back and read all the comments. I love reading your comments. I love seeing you guys and I just love you and I bless you in Jesus name and make sure that you share this with others. If this has blessed you, share this with others. They need to know the love of God. Let's advance God's kingdom together. I love you. I bless you. And I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Good night.